It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, a program brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness a company specializing in life-changing nutrition and nutrition counseling and nutrition classes. My name is Joanne Rideout. I'm a licensed and registered dietitian, nutritionist working in our Maple Grove and Wyzetta offices. Today's show is about how food can reduce the symptoms of MS or multiple sclerosis. And that might be a new thought for you today. So stay tuned. I'm very excited to share a very compelling success story with you today from a client who has put her multiple sclerosis symptoms into remission. But before I introduce our guest, I would like to introduce my co-host, Brittany Thomas. She's also a registered and licensed dietitian who works out of our St. Paul and Lakeville offices. Good morning, Brittany. Good morning, Joanne. I'm really excited to be here today to hear Tina's story because MS affects so many people and it can be so devastating. So I think Tina's story will give some people hope. Absolutely. And yes, it's great to be here. I'm so pleased to introduce our guest this morning who has a very impressive story of her own multiple sclerosis diagnosis and remission. Tina Beeler is a registered nurse, so she really understands this stuff, a longtime client, and has been a nutrition educator for nutritional weight and wellness also. So good morning, Tina. Good morning. And welcome. (laughs) Thank you. I'm just going to sit here and pretend we're on a couch catching up. Absolutely. I haven't seen you guys in a while, so this is really fun. And my hope is that my story may help someone who has MS or if any of the listeners have a friend or loved one with MS. That's right. So I met you, Tina, when we were went through teacher training together in 2013. So three years ago, it was really good to get to know you then and to hear your amazing success story. I was always very impressed by how dedicated you were to this healing process. So I'd like you to share your story with our listeners today. Well, it started back in 1998. I was at the health club, as usual at the time, and I was working out on the Stairmaster when all of a sudden my arms just gave out. It was very sudden. They just hung on the side of my body. They went limp. And I thought immediately, oh, my goodness, I think I have MS. I had had a background in neurology back in 1982 when I graduated from nursing school. Mm -hmm. I worked in a small four-bed neuro ICU and neurology unit in St. Paul. And um, I thought, wow, this happened so suddenly. And I couldn't even lift up my water bottle at the time. And um, it was really scary. And then I thought, how am I going to drive home? And suddenly, um, after like maybe a few hours went by, I was able to get the strength to somehow manage the steering wheel and drive home. And over the course of the next few days, the strength eventually came back in my arms. I still always had an ache in my arms, though. Mm -hmm. And I happened to be at the doctor for something else, another unrelated condition a few days later. And I told him what had happened. And I and I said, I think I have MS. And I'll never forget, he looked 
at me up and down and then patted me on the back and said, oh, you don't have MS. So I thought, okay, I let go of all my worry. Years wow. went by and wow. I'd had some like optic migraines where my my um, words were a little blurry when I would read. I mm-hmm. had some occasional dizziness. And it wasn't until spring of 2002 that my older sister came to my house in tears because she wanted to tell me that she was just diagnosed with MS. And I remember hugging her and thinking, I'm so glad it's MS and not like a brain tumor or something. Mm -hmm. So then her and I had a discussion thinking um, that maybe I should really go in and get checked by a neurologist. So I did. And um, they did the MRI and um, found four lesions in my brain, which is scar tissue. Um, in MS, what happens is it's like an electrical cord where they're, the rubber coating, your body eats away. The rubber coating is like the myelin sheath. And mm-hmm. your body will attack itself when it's an autoimmune condition. It attacks itself. And then the bare wire exposed is like your nerve. And then your body says, whoops, and it puts a scab over it. And that scab was what was preventing my arms receiving the message from my brain to move. Sure. And they mm-hmm. left that ache. And then, um, so, so I had four lesions and then I had the spinal tap and that was conclusive that I did have MS. And so immediately I started on Avonex, which is a drug that you give yourself with a shot. And it's a, it's a bigger needle. It goes in your muscle. Mm-hmm. And I would take that once a week. And then my kids were seven and 10 at the time. And I trained them in to give me my shots because I, even though I'm a nurse, you, you don't want to do it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, So I did that. Right. (laughs) And then it was, um, years of a few years later, my daughter came to me and wanted to do something like, um, Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig. And I thought, no, she's a teenager. It just really was disturbing to me. And so I had heard this lady on the radio, this was about 11 years ago, named Darlene Kavis. Yes. And I thought, you know, she really <laughs> makes a lot of sense. So I I thought, you know, if Mackenzie's having some nutritional things, let's go see her. Mm-hmm. So we placed a phone call to Nutritional Weight and Wellness, and this was like by pure luck. I felt like I hit the jackpot. Dar had an opening the next day. Wow. I think there was a wow. cancellation. That never happens. Yeah. It never <laughs> happens. And so um, Mackenzie had filled out her health history. And um, it's a very extensive appointment. And yes. I was very impressed as a nurse. We spent two hours with Dar and very extensive health history. And on it, my daughter put that I have MS. My sister has MS. My mom had fibromyalgia. And my brother had alopecia. So we had, and we had all these autoimmune diseases in the family. And my niece has Crohn's, and there's just so much in our family. Right. And Dar looked at us and said, "You know, there is a link between autoimmune conditions and gluten sensitivity." Right. And I remember I got very angry at her because I thought, "Wait a minute, I'm here for my daughter, not for me." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then Dar calmly explained the science between it. Uh, gluten sensitivity and autoimmune diseases, and it really made sense to me. And so literally it was like black and white. My daughter mm-hmm. and I went home, cleared all the products of gluten, fake foods out of my pantry and kitchen, mm-hmm. and never looked back. Wow. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's been wonderful. And then since then, um, I my MRIs, I would go back for yearly MRIs, 
And my doctor, my, I, my, I never got any new lesions. And my doctor had said, um, wow, you're doing so good. What are you doing? And I said, oh, taking my medicine. And he said, no, you're doing more. And I told right. him how I ate this way. Mm-hmm. And also, and then I do yoga most days. And so right. he said, just keep doing what you're doing. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. You have a very impressive story. Oh, thank you. So, and as a registered nurse, it must have been really scary to have a real thorough understanding of this disease and to find out you had four of these lesions. Well, I guess I, I was initially grateful that I knew my enemy. You mm-hmm. want to find out what's wrong. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I was grateful that I felt like I could do something. And I felt um, grateful that I didn't lose my vision, which could happen in MS mm-hmm. or right. the strength of my legs. Um, I, I just felt very fortunate and I felt very lucky to have met Dar so early on in, in my diagnosis. Absolutely. So you've gotten to a place where you don't have more lesions. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So it looks like it's about time for us to take our first break. And you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Here's some interesting data about multiple sclerosis from the MS Society. About 2.3 million people worldwide have MS. And this is only an estimate, since often it takes many years to diagnose MS. And I think in your case, Tina, four years was actually kind of a short time for for you because it was, you know, you found out in 2002. Um, it often takes very many years. And in the past, researchers have ignored the possibility of nutritional healing for the disease. But recent research supports the fact that the Western diets that are high in inflammatory sugar, processed food, trans fats do increase the likelihood of developing the disease. And demographic data has also shown the prevalence in the U.S. in the areas where we don't see the sun much. And there is a strong connection between vitamin D, D deficiencies, um, so the lack of sunlight, poor intestinal health, um, and we do happen to have vitamin D on special this month, so um, that's a great connection as well. Um, so we'll be right back after the break. There are some things we wish for you, to do what everyone else can do. Hop in your car, go to work, slip right into a movie seat. Now there's a perk. Buy cute jeans right off the rack. Dance at the next wedding to Love Shack. Play tag with your kids and hear them say, that was the most awesomest day. Walk your dog, jog, or both just because you can. Comfortably fly coach all the way to Japan. Be there on graduation day, especially if it's yours and you got your MBA. Meet your greatest love and ride off into the sun. This is your life. Go live it. You've only got one. If you think you've tried everything to lose the weight that's keeping you from your best life, think again. Learn the new science of weight loss in the Nutrition for Weight Loss program at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, on-site or online. You can do this. We'll help you. You're not alone. This is a promise, not just a poem. Join us at weightandwellness.com. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I am Brittany Thomas, and I am here with Joanne Wrightout, and we are both registered and licensed dietitians. We are here today with special guest, Tina Beeler, who is sharing her remarkable success story in her personal recovery from MS. If you have questions for Tina today, please call us in studio at 651 
641-641-1071. So before the break, Tina, story, Tina shared how she got diagnosed and how this way of eating has stopped her brain, stopped her body from attacking itself. So yeah. she's been able to put her MS into remission, which is very amazing. Yes, it's truly amazing. And before the break also, Lena, Tina was talking about the lesions that are the acute inflammatory lesion on the brain or the spinal cord. And that lesion is a collection of immune cells that attack the myelin sheath. And that myelin sheath is a protective coating around the nerve, much like an electrical cord. So just to clarify that a li- little bit, um, But researchers don't know exactly what causes the breakdown of the myelin sheath, but they do know there can be a family connection. We know that there's definitely an inflammatory Mm -hmm. connection, environmental factors, nutritional deficiencies. And Tina, you actually had these lesions for many years. So, but you have no new lesions now. That's fantastic. And I bet your doctor was surprised. Very pleasantly surprised. Absolutely. And um, so what I did was um, this year I did, I always try to do New Year's resolutions that are pretty easy. Like one year it was no, don't use tow ropes anymore when I'm skiing because I hate tow ropes. That was easy. (laughs) This year was... I but wanted, you are skiing. That's oh, important. <laughs> important to note. Oh, thank you. Um, and so this year, I had been kind of at, at an urge of another doctor because the medicine that I was taking was so toxic on my liver. My liver labs were always higher. My white counts were low. Um, she just was kind of urging me to... My my main neurologist was retiring, and I didn't want to get passed off on mm-hmm. just anybody at his practice. And so she found me a neurologist at the University of Minnesota who um, has taken patients off medication in the past. Wow. And so my New Year's resolution was to make an appointment, which I did. I went in. I saw him last March. He had three criteria. And the first two criteria I meant, it, it has to do with how long you've had the disease and if you've had no remission. And the third criteria was you're turning 55 or you're 55 years old. And I thought, Oh, I'm turning 55 in May, so that would be perfect. That's and good so, then. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It's fun to get older, right? <laughs> and so, so he um, told me the plan was to go immediately off my medication and then to do MRIs every six months instead of yearly. He wanted to monitor the activity in my brain. Mm-hmm. My first MRI then, since being off the medication, was in September, and it showed no new lesions, and no new activity. It, so it was excellent. And it was so good that he said, I don't even need to do the next six-month MRI. He's wow. got me coming mm-hmm. back in a year. Wow. So, wow. yeah, so I'm really thrilled. And it's my wow. body feels so good being <laughs> off that medicine, too. Oh, I bet. So. Oh, mm-hmm. I bet. That, that's fantastic. So a few weeks ago, we talked about stroke recovery. And today we're talking about the healing the inflammation affecting the brain and the spinal cord. So anti-inflammation is a key component to the healing process we're talking about. You want to talk more about that, Tina? Well, um, I kind of 
kind of skimmed over it at first, Mm -hmm. um, how on my first visit, Dar explained the science between autoimmune diseases, inflammation, and and gluten sensitivity. And um, she taught me then how to eat to control inflammation in my brain and my body. Right. And it's so impressive. You followed this plan, this healing plan, so closely. You eat animal protein, healthy fats, lots of vegetables. So we basically recommend that diet that our grandparents and our Mm great-grandparents ate years ago. We use real food. So can you talk about that a little more? Yes. From the very first day of meeting with Dar, I really took this food plan very seriously. And um, after we removed all the gluten and dairy from mm-hmm. our home and and not only gluten and dairy, but all the fake and processed foods. Right. Those were out the door as well. Right. And so I only eat real foods in balance. I always eat a protein, a healthy fat mm-hmm. and a healthy carbohydrate with my meals. Um, and basically real food is food that my grandparents would have recognized or Absolutely. eaten. They wouldn't have recognized all these foods that are out there right now, all these processed foods. Exactly. And um, my husband was very supportive um, of everything. That's great. So how did your teenage children at that time react when you changed the foods at home? Well, of course, (laughs) my teenage daughter was on board because remember, she had wanted to to go to, she, she was asking for help. And I think it was really important for her to hear this message from someone other than me, especially teenagers. Yeah, absolutely. Do you guys see that too? Mm-hmm. Very true. And um, mm-hmm. my son was a little different. He was not quite a teenager. And um, he he gave me a little belly aching at the time. But he did eat the nutritional weight and wellness way when we were at home because that's all I had. And right. I was always cooking. Mm-hmm. But I know that he would um, sneak out for pizza or fast food when he was with friends. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but now he's he's 22 and he knows what to do. And he... He has it down pat. He manages his own um, uh, psoriasis really good by eating food in balance. That's excellent. And so we know the importance of those healing fats, the right kind of fat like butter, coconut oil, and olive oil, olives, avocado, nuts. Those fats are so important for healing your cells and your brain. So, Tina, what are your favorite fats that you include? Well, my recent favorite, I end up having favorites for a time. Yeah. I love unrefined coconut oil for my cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, I even will rub that on my face. It's great for skin. It is, it is good. I use <laughs> olive oil on my salads. And I even bring, I have a little mini bottle that I put olive oil in that I bring to restaurants with me. Great idea. And right. yeah, and I love ghee. I've been really okay. into ghee lately. Good. So I'll put that on my quinoa and food. And I always have nuts like pecans, almonds, macadamia nuts. I love sunflower seeds on my salad, and um, olives are a very great, portable, healthy fat. Excellent. And Tina mentioned ghee. Just to mention what ghee is, is clarified butter. So it's it's butter that um, that's just cooked further down and, and clarified. So, but Tina, why do you measure um, those fats so closely? I know you oh, do. Oh, yeah, I do. I talked about that. And... We talk about measuring a lot at nutritional weight and wellness, mm-hmm. but we're not your typical diet. Well, so you measure. I do. I always measure. I've been eating this way for about 11 years and I still measure my food. I want to make sure that I'm including enough healthy fats. Absolutely. Because my myelin sheath is made of fat 
Mm-hmm. And in the 80s and 90s, I was on the no fat. So mm-hmm. I did no favor yeah. to my body. And I so I always think when I'm eating this delicious fat that it's so good for my myelin sheath and the cells in my body. And so I measure to make sure I'm getting enough. And I probably overdo on the fat. I usually will have like um, two tablespoons of of uh ghee in my coffee mm-hmm. and um you know over measure just yeah. to make sure that i'm getting enough yeah. fat that's fantastic mm-hmm. so with that what does a typical day of food look like for you so what do you what do you do for breakfast in the morning well um for for my one cup of coffee i will do two tablespoons of mct oil which is a medium chain triglyceride oil and you guys have done shows on that oil in the past mm-hmm. and then i will add two tablespoons of ghee and uh, two tablespoons of full-fat coconut milk from the can to it. And I'll okay. blend it up in my magic bullet. I add the English stevia stevia that you mm-hmm. sell, the drops. They're mm-hmm. so delicious. You can get those at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Right. And uh, I'll blend that in my magic bullet. And while I'm drinking that, I will have breakfast. And typically, it could be um, some coconut oil, in my frying pan, and then I'll add about three cups of cooked spinach or raw spinach. It cooks down, mm-hmm. and I love spinach in the morning because it it you can get a large volume in very little few bites yep. after it cooks down. Absolutely, it yes, it's cooks quick and down. yes, yeah. And so then I'll add some scrambled eggs. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do leftover vegetables from the night before. Brussels sprouts are really good. The roasted Brussels sprouts mm, leftover in that. Those are great. Yeah. So I'll, I'll have that. Um, for, for my breakfast and, uh, lately I've been into quinoa in the morning too for breakfast. And I might also add a very small chopped apple and heat that up in the microwave, add some cinnamon. It's, it kind of reminds me of my oatmeal days, but I'll have that with my breakfast with my eggs and spinach also. Quinoa is a great substitute. I've done that too. Mm -hmm. And I do large batches. I just made a batch last night. And when I'm done cooking it, I will take my half cup measuring cup and um, put them in little bags and freeze them. So I have it ready to go. So, Wonderful yeah, idea. Yeah. And um, yeah, and it's great to go to a dollar store and get those measuring cups to have oh, sure. enough in the spoons. But then like for, for lunch, typically it could be leftovers from the night before. Um, I'm really into like soups and stews, the yes. chili recipe. Yes. I love the... Uh, the Weight and Wellness Way cookbook that you guys have. That's right. The chili recipe is amazing. It's a great resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I always do big batches. And then for dinner, we will do um, some healthy proteins. I like cod, salmon. Uh, once a week, my husband will, I call him the meat fairy. He will grill. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll grill a bunch of food. Like I'll bring chicken breasts and we'll have some steaks and hamburgers, just a variety of different things he'll put on the grill. And then we have those in our refrigerator for the week. So it's easy to grab and saute a fresh vegetable. I also cook sweet potatoes, maybe like six at a time. Sure. And then, so we always have that. So it's easy to have a good quick meal. And That's then for, great. yeah, for snacks, I like those Thousand Hills beef sticks mm-hmm. and uh, the Ferndale Market cranberry mm-hmm. sticks are really good for good. protein. Oh, yeah, and then I'll do like nuts. Mm-hmm. And then I like to, I always have chopped up veggies. So I'll have those for a snack too, or, or the Wellness Way protein shake. Sounds great. Sounds delicious. delicious. You've given us some great options. It's time to take another break now. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. My name's Joanne Rideout, and I will be teaching the menopause seminar 
next weekend with Darlene Kavist and Chris Kniefel on Saturday, November 19th. Are you looking for a natural way to manage hot flashes, mood swings, and weight gain without using hormone therapy? Maybe you are struggling with insomnia, incontinence, or osteoporosis. Learn how nutrition can naturally minimize your symptoms and protect you from long-term health problems such as diabetes, heart disease, osteoporosis, and cancer. Last I checked, there were still only a couple openings available for that seminar. So if you want to attend, call the office at 651-699-3438 today and sign up. And if you don't get in right now, we do have another one coming up in February. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. My name is Brittany Thomas. I'm a registered dietitian, and I am here in studio with Joanne Wrightout, who is also a registered dietitian. We are here today with special guest Tina Beeler, and she is sharing her story about her recovery from multiple sclerosis. So if you have any questions for us in the studio today, please call at 651 651- Six four one one zero seven one. So before the break, Tina was sharing what a typical day looks like yep. for her with her eating. That's right, and and it it, it is a contrast to what we've heard in the past mm-hmm. about how we should eat. So I was looking at diet information from the MS Society. I saw a wide variety of information. Um, things like the paleo diet, which would be probably more on track, or Mediterranean diets. And even some of those outdated low-fat recommendations are still there. So, big contrast from yes. what from what we've um, from what we're talking today. And we do know that it is so important to avoid those refined oils and stay away from the trans fats. Right, they do a detriment to our bodies. So that means getting rid of the bakery cakes. Halloween candy, so just throw it away. Just get rid of it. (laughs) No French fries, no margarine, no coffee mate, no fast foods, because these are all very inflammatory producing foods. And the sad thing is, is a lot of restaurants use them too. That's right. So, Tina, I've heard you say that you eat so carefully that you seldom go out to eat. Can you share more details about that? Well, like Brittany was saying, there are so many trans fats out there that restaurants use to Mm -hmm. cook their food in. And if you start asking the server what they cook in, they don't even know. They usually go back to the kitchen. They don't. And they'll come back and tell me things like canola oil, soybean oil, Mm -hmm. cottonseed oil. Mm -hmm. All of those things are trans fat, which... I need to avoid, I need to have real fat in my body for my myelin sheath. And so when I go out, I'm really careful. I um, We tend to go to reputable places where we know they use good fat, like we've maybe been there in the past, or mm-hmm. I will call ahead of time to find out. Um, <clears throat> sometimes, That's a great idea. Yeah, and if they say that they use those trans fats to cook the food in, usually I can get something, even if you're at some remote restaurant they usually have a burger and you could say could you just broil that please Mm -hmm. not use any oil on it and then i usually do carry around that little bottle of olive oil Mm -hmm. in my purse so i have that for for a healthy fat or for salads usually a lot of these places maybe have a bar and you could get like a uh 
like olives or something yeah. for a healthy fat. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So you just have to be careful and don't be afraid to ask questions. Absolutely. My husband will have breakfast with his brothers on Saturdays up at our farm and he brings his own butter for them mm. to cook his eggs in. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then they even keep it there and put it in the freezer and we'll use that <laughs> to make his eggs. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Only in a small town, right? Right, right. So... Some of the better restaurants are now using butter more, olive oil, and coconut oil. And one of these better restaurants is the Sassy Spoon. That's a small restaurant in South Minneapolis. Um, One of our former Nutritional Weight and Wellness employees, Tamara, opened this great little restaurant with menu options that are very healthy, very tasty. Um, And she often caters for staff functions at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. And the pulled pork and ginger coleslaw are a couple of their signature items that are excellent. And Brittany, you've been at some of those events, too. Yes, and I've been to the restaurant. It is delicious. And it is. everything there is gluten-free. Yes, it so is. So it, it feels like you have multiple options when Absolutely. sometimes that's just not the case. Right. And did you know that they sell frozen food items that you can take yeah. home? Isn't that nice? It is. In fact, my mom and I were there last August for the first time. My mom is gluten-free also. And we felt like we had died and gone to heaven because we were able to just (laughs) pick from the menu. We felt like restaurant critics. I remember I ordered the the chicken curry and my mom got the pizza is made with a, is it yucca or yucca? How do you pronounce that? It's a root vegetable. I think it's yucca. Okay. I'm not sure. Of the crust. And so we split our dishes and they had riced cauliflower for the curry. It was just so delicious. We were so happy. And then we noticed as we were leaving, there was a little sign on the um, wall that talked about selling frozen shepherd's pie and bone broth frozen. And my mom was going to be having surgery, a right total shoulder repair, and she bought several frozen shepherd's pie and the frozen bone broth to put in her freezer along with her collection of other things she had made to prepare herself for when she got home from surgery. So it was wonderful. And your mom has been so successful with this food plan also. I've seen her success story on our website too. Do you think she would mind if you shared more? Not at all. We're all very proud of her. Uh, So about five years ago, at the age of 72, my mom lost 72 pounds after taking the Nutrition for Weight Loss (laughs) program. It was very life-changing for her. And she honestly thought she was kind of a yo-yo dieter throughout her life, but she honestly thought at 72 that she was going to be heavier for the rest of her life. And so she she ended up um, taking the class and kind of did it childlike. She literally did everything Angela, her teacher, told her to do. Absolutely. She didn't question it. She just <laughs> did great. it. And so she learned batch cooking, which she still does to this day, where like I talked to her yesterday and she just made omelets for the week. So she can just heat that up for breakfast to eat an omelet. She loves the batch cooking. And Angela also taught her how to make bacon. And my mom would go to Costco and get the three packages of that. Um, is the it uncured? Yes. The yeah. uncured bacon. Mm-hmm. She would make three packages of bacon, bake them, pour the bacon grease in a jar and use that bacon grease over her vegetables. Yummy. So she lost That's great. 72 pounds eating bacon, eating three bacon. Pounds of bacon and all the grease. <laughs> yeah. Every year. And so just very proud of her. She's um, recently downsized to an over 55 
building, which my niece says reminds her of her old sorority house. It's just so fun. Oh, she has fun. just a great time there. <laughs> and honestly, if she had not lost all that weight, she probably would have needed to move into an assisted living facility. Oh, wow. But she's just rocking it. And she did so good after her right total shoulder. We were just at the doctor for her three-month visit. And he said she's doing better than most people do at six months. Wow. And a wow. lot of it is, I think, that nutrition right. paid yes. a key part that in her recovery. Fat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so important. Yeah. So it's awesome. Well, I think it is time for another break already. I am Brittany Thomas, and I'm here with Joanne Rideout and our special guest, Tina Beeler. Tina sharing her amazing story about her recovery from multiple sclerosis. And if you are struggling with an inflammatory disease like MS, fibromyalgia, or heart disease, osteoporosis, any other inflammatory condition, we would love to help you. Call the office 651-699-3438 and you can sign up for a nutrition consultation. Joanna or I would be happy to meet with you and set up an anti-inflammatory food plan that's individualized to you. If you have questions for Tina today, call us in the studio at 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. In our Nutrition for Weight Loss program, we look at many aspects of why people have a slow metabolism, and we give helpful tips to correct a deficit or give individual solutions to help achieve a better metabolism and weight loss. Lack of sleep is a key reason for increased cravings and slow metabolism. Adults need seven and a half to eight hours per night of sleep, and teenagers need at least nine hours. So if you struggle with lack of sleep, cravings for sweets, or a slow metabolism, I encourage you to sign up for our Nutrition for Weight Loss program. Our next series starts the week of November 28th. We'll be at several locations, St. Paul, Maple Grove, North Oaks, Eden Prairie, and Rasmussen College for people living in the Lake Elmo and Woodbury area. But for people living in New York, California, Mississippi, Florida, Canada, Great Britain, Australia, or anywhere in the world, we are now offering our Nutrition for Weight Loss program online for your convenience. It's a great series, whether you're in the classroom or online. Call 651-699-3438 to ask questions or just go online to weightandwellness.com to sign up. So during the break, we had some questions about the restaurant we were talking about. So it is called Sassy Spoon, and it is located Mm. at 5011 South 34th Avenue, Minneapolis. And it's just a few blocks east of Lake Nokomis. Yep. And they are open for lunch and dinner and then breakfast on weekends. That's right. (laughs) So... You know, here at Nutrition, Weight, and Wellness, we really teach people what foods to eat and how to avoid those processed foods because we do know that all that sugar causes swelling and inflammation in all tissues in our body, including brain, our brain tissue. That's right. And those sugary processed foods are even more tempting and hard to avoid on vacation. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes when we're out of town, we don't have the right foods handy, our eating schedule's off track, 
So when I'm working with clients, they often wonder what to eat on vacation and become a little panicked at what am I going to do? How am I going to keep this going? So Tina, tell us what you eat on vacation. Well, it starts with when I'm going on vacation or traveling, my eating plan doesn't go on vacation. I stick to the nutritional way, weight and wellness way of eating. And it, it involves planning, planning, and more planning. <laughs> yes. So what, what I usually do is I make sure on the morning of travel that I do get a good breakfast in. At home, I try to cook it. But if, if you have an early flight, like a 6 a.m. flight, I will make a little bagged breakfast the mm-hmm. night before, including like some uh, hard-boiled eggs, maybe some uh, vegetables, like celery sticks, um, radishes, something that's easy to eat, and then either some nuts or olives. And then I'll eat that at the gate or on the plane. And then I always carry Epic bars with me in my purse. They are like actual protein meat bars. Yeah, I like the turkey and they come in bison flavor. And so then when you're on the plane, if you're doing a long flight and they're selling the snacks, which I could never eat, mm-hmm. I have that. And then usually mm-hmm. there's, um, I'll bring extra fruit along and have that, and then with like nuts or something. And then in my suitcase, I will pack olives, like cans of olives, but they also have now olives to go, which make it very easy yeah. for travel. Yeah, so I'll bring handy. that along. And then, and then like the healthy fats are hard to get when you travel. So I make sure I have the olives and then those little um, nut butters. Justin's mm-hmm. has a portable nut butter like an almond you can bring along and then when i get where i'm going i'll try to get to a grocery store and get some things for my hotel room for snacks Mm -hmm. usually the hotels sometimes have a fruit bowl or something like that so you just have to continue this when you're on vacation yes absolutely that's right well and you know having being prepared for those snacks and because I don't think people realize that most most commercially prepared food is just full of salt, artificial ingredients, preservatives, bad fats. And of course, when we are at home, not on vacation, you control what goes in your food. You can use quality ingredients like organic vegetables, grass-fed meats, good quality fats, because it is important to really limit your exposure to any preservatives and and pesticides and things like that. That's right. That's really important. Um, Tina, your success has been so amazing. Um, I know you've talked about your friends and family being on board with this plan, but one thing I want to talk about briefly before we go off the air is I've heard you say you don't go anywhere without your DHA. One of the primary supplements we recommend for brain health and focus is DHA. DHA is the component of omega-3 fatty acids that's most similar to the fat in the brain. So it helps our brain communicate, brain chemicals communicate better. So the NutriKey brand DHA is extracted from seaweed. So it's a very concentrated source. So can you talk a little bit about the DHA supplement and how that's been helpful? Well, when I when I first saw Dar, that was one of the supplements that she insisted that I took. So I take 800 milligrams a day, the two pills at breakfast, two pills with dinner. And um, that does help control the inflammation in my brain and my body. And she told me, too, if when you travel... I usually bring all my supplements with. Mm-hmm. I'll pack them in these little tiny Ziploc bags that Walgreens has. I love those. And um, 
she said, take that and make sure you get your bifido bacteria too for mm-hmm. my gut health. So That's I always right. make that a priority. Right. You've been such an amazing example, Tina. You've recovered from your MS to the degree that those initial lesions have not grown and you have no new lesions. So that sounds like a miracle, but you've put a lot of hard work mm-hmm. into that process in dedicating your time to preparing foods and eating foods that are healing your body. So, Tina, you really are a fabulous example of what we teach at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Change your nutrition to change your life and your health. That's right. So, and I'm happy to be with you today, Tina, to share your wonderful story of healing with our listeners. Whether someone's trying to heal from heart disease, stroke, cancer, or MS, or rheumatoid arthritis, this real food plan is the anti-inflammation approach. It is the key to healing your body and preventing disease. Tina, you have shown us that you can do this so naturally with the right food choices. Well, thank you so much. And I just want to thank Dar. I'll forever be grateful to you for teaching me how to control the inflammation in my brain and my body. And I want to let our listeners know that if you have a loved one who's been diagnosed with MS, I want you to know that there is hope for you to live your best life and that you can learn to eat to prevent inflammation in your brain and body as I have done. And I urge you to be proactive here. Could you see yourself listening to the past shows we've had about MS? Or could you see yourself to calling to make an appointment with one of our wonderful nutritionists here that could help you control your inflammation in your brain and your body? And could you see yourself having your own life-changing experience? You really can do this. That's right. Those are great words of encouragement. So be sure to tune in to Dishing Up Nutrition next week. Brenna and Cassie will be talking about protecting your kidneys. Our goal at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is to help each and every person experience better health through eating real food. It's a simple yet powerful message. As you've heard from Tina today, eating food is life-changing. And we have just a minute or two here. Um, Tina, I know you wanted to share your story about your husband, so please add that in. Well, I'm so proud of him. A year and a half ago, March 2015, my husband suffered a major heart attack while he was out of town traveling, made it back. He had quadruple bypass surgery, valve repair, and um, came home from the hospital, and he went totally grain-free, but he ate the nutritional weight and wellness way at home with me. And um, he went off all alcohol also, no wine at night. And he ended up losing over 70 pounds from March when he had his heart attack until I remember I took his picture July 4th. We were going to a gathering and he had his cute little skinny jeans on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's that's so So I was really proud of him and he's doing really well. It was very life changing. Wow. I'm proud of you, David. I love you. <laughs> that is such a great story and such a great example. Yeah. One more great example that you've brought to us, t- Tina. Your friends and family have all been successful because of your success. Yeah. So that's that's great news. And thank you so much. Thank you for Thanks being for here. having me. Yes. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please share your favorite episodes with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. 
The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Product statements have not been evaluated by the FDA.